Calling all kaiju. Calling all kaiju. Megalon and Gyrus Kaigen, please report to Monster Island. This is Calling All Kaiju. That sounds like only one thing. We've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Calling All Kaijus. If you're a fan, this is the best Godzilla podcast. I highly recommend to come listen to about anything kaiju related. Again, this is Calling All Kaiju, a podcast dedicated to all things giant and monstrous. We, myself, and now my new lovely co-host, a.k.a. DX, who is joining me now, we gather here a few times a month where we get, where we talk about or discuss, excuse me, vintage and current happenings in the world of kaiju film, TV, art, and our favorite collectibles. This week, we'll be discussing one topic for the longest time I have been talking about, Mechagodzilla in all forms. But first, let me introduce my co-host. DX, how is your lovely, beautiful Memorial Weekend? Oh, man, it's going great. You know, I got Monday off from work. I can just chill, lay back, sleep in. I'm so excited, man. And that's what I'm talking about. Let's, let's, let's remember why we celebrate Memorial Weekend. Not for the awesome dealership deals. Remember, everybody, this is for our fallen soldiers that have served for us and were not able to come back home. So I'll say thank you for those service members that have given their life. 100% to protect our freedom. Anyway, back to Mechagodzilla. But first, oh, actually, yeah. actually, first, we might have to discuss one. DX, what were your thoughts and listeners and our and our lovely Kaiju fans? The new Kong Skull Island trailer. Please tell me your thoughts. Ooh, okay. So, I believe I sent you this trailer when it first mm-hmm. came out. So, okay. Okay. So... I am very interested in it. It's I think the animation style is off like Avatar the Last Airbender and like that He-Man show on Netflix. It's like it's kind of like anime but not anime at the same time. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like a different style of animation, but I think it looks good. Uh, I'm so excited for all the new creatures in it like that really buff crocodile thing and those giant crabs. Do you my question is on creatures or kaiju? Do you think we're going to see the man himself in Cole Scott and Cole, not Kong, uh, Skull Island? You know who I'm talking about. Ooh, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I really hope so. But besides maybe like a picture like they did at the post credit scene at Kong Skull Island, I don't think they will. I hope they do, but I do not believe so. And we're not talking about Godzilla, are we? Who are we talking about? Or oh, who are we talking about? Golgosaurus? Is that, did I say his name right? Oh, gorgeous. Oh, I thought you were talking about Godzilla. Oh, we're not seeing oh. Godzilla in this. Oh, okay. Gorosaurus. Gorosaurus. Okay. I can never say his name right. I, In my opinion, I wish, I think we all wish we would see this beautiful dinosaur show up. Yes. But I don't think we will. Let me ask you this. If they if, if they would to show him, would you rather him be in this animated series on Netflix or in the next MonsterVerse movie? Honestly, as much as I want, 100% want to see him in a MonsterVerse movie, but we'll never see him because he's a dinosaur. Yeah, so I do believe if they show a little bit of respect to him, let's see him in um, 
the animated series, which comes out very soon in June. So we will be covering that. You and I will be cover will be covering that series. Yes, absolutely. But if Gore Gore Source isn't it, they have to have a lady in a tree screaming the entire time there's a fight scene. If they do not, they did him is... dirty. They did him dirty. <laughs> they did, but I, if they give him like the red throated like underbelly and the more of its colors in Escape Kong Escape than a uh, Destroy All Monsters. Great movie. Have you seen it? You've seen it, right? Yes, I have. It's a yes, great movie. It's really a great. Oh movie. yeah, it's really fun. But yeah, so today, ladies and gentlemen, and kaiju fans and listeners, DX and I are going to go over Mecha Godzilla. Now we will be going over the live action. So let's break it down. Mecha Godzilla the first time. Terror Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla two from Hesai. Millennium uh, Mecha Godzilla Kiru. Ready Player One, and MonsterVerse. We will not be going over Cyborg Godzilla from the animated series of uh, Godzilla 1998, Godzilla Earth, and I think that's it, right, DX? Uh, yes, but because Singular I Point is not yeah, out. Yeah, I was about to. I was. I was. I was about to say Singular Point has that little post-credit scene with the Mecha Godzilla, but Ooh, we don't know I can't, anything about and it. And it looks beautiful. Did it not? It looked just like the OG. It looks good. I, I hope we get a season two soon, and I hope somebody with a PhD of bullshit does not write it <laughs> so I can understand what I'm watching. No, man, if you want to watch Singular Point, go to Reddit. Someone breaks it down beautifully, and I was still lost. Singular Point is, the to me, the best anime of Godzilla, hands down. But I'm lost oh, as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's good. I just... I cannot understand what they're talking about. Like, I still don't know what an archetype is, man. <laughs> one day. One day we will. But let's, one day we will. Let's get in the first Mechagodzilla. This is, you taught me this when I didn't think about this. He is called Fake Godzilla, correct? Yes. From the film Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla in 1974. This is the first time we saw God, or I guess you could say first time we saw Mechagodzilla in the disguised form of the G-Man himself. Exactly. Turns shit up. Yep. So it goes in abilities. He goes, while he cannot utilize a majority of Mechazil's concealed weaponaries because he's wearing a fake suit in Godzilla versus yeah. Mechazil. Fake Godzilla exhibits the formidable strength. He's able to easily demolish a building in his path. Whoa. Oh, this one hurts. And he also quickly and brutally overpowers Angerus. How dare you? DX knows this. The whole world knows this. You don't fuck with my boy Angerus. He is the right-hand man of Godzilla. But yes, in that movie, he hurts my boy, breaks his jaw. But in that movie, what I love, Angerus knew something was up. He knew this was not the real OG himself. Correct? Absolutely, yeah. Angerus, he saw, he was like, gee, man, why the hell are you wrecking up shit? And then he, he was like, this ain't my man. They got in a big fight. He's, uh, well, I think Angerus scratched his arm, right? To reveal the metal part. Yes. Underneath. And, and he gets that weird, stupid smile. That fake mech. That's the only thing I did not like about it. Yes, it's a whole different suit, and it's. I'm gonna say it. Besides the head, the rest of it is very cheaply made. Can besides like the original. I mean, you compare the two. They're it's it's. I mean, it is made for, for the movie, and they've made many suits for this movie, considering oh, yes. you know King Caesar's in it and uh, uh, Godzilla, like the actual metal suit himself is in it. So they were all new suits for this film, unlike oh, yeah. where Destroy All Monsters, where they just had a bunch of suits lying around. So one thing about the fake Mechagodzilla I like is it was different, and I like the sound. Fake Mechagodzilla or fake Godzilla fire, fires a yellow laser beam from his mouth. 
meant to uh, emulate. Uh, I'm like, oh, good lord. How do you say that word? Emulate. No. Emulate. Thank emulate. you. Thank you. Emulate. Yeah. emulate. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Emulate God's atomic breath. This beam is able to destroy several buildings in a single strike. And is also shown to hurt Godzilla. Mechagodzilla does not reuse this attack after removing his disguise, which is very weird. That's, yeah, I was about to say that. He never uses it afterwards. I, I, I So why only in the suit? I don't know. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. I thought when he was in cyborg form or you saw his ro- steampunk form, he would use it, but he does not. So Maybe it's because they didn't want the villain to have like the same looking beam besides the color as our hero. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's go to weakness next. I mean, there's not much on fake me- on fake Godzilla. And, no. uh, and the movie fake Godzilla is unable to utilize the majority of his mech Godzilla arsenal because he's in a f- stupid um, suit. His disguise is also easily damaged at the battle of Angus and Godzilla. Godzilla quickly exposes it as an imposter. Like a, he's a poser. Fake Godzilla is easily destroyed by two blasts of Godzilla atomic breath. Let's just say this. Mechagodzilla is not destroyed. Just the rubber suit around him is destroyed. And it finally shows Mechagodzilla. And DX, oh, yeah. I'm going to let you take over Mechagodzilla. Tell me, what is what are his abilities? Oh, okay. So He's got a lot. He's got he a has, lot. He has a lot. Okay, so Mechagodzilla, when he first appears after the suit, he shoots a rainbow, I guess you could say rainbow, beam at Godzilla. It's and I called love it. the space beams. Yes, the it. eye beams. He also has his, you know, as usual, finger missiles, but it's not just finger missiles. He has missiles from, like, every point in his body. He's got finger missiles. he got missiles in his mouth. Fingers coming out of his knees and toes. Oh, my God. Like, t- tell me what you thought when you saw all those missiles being shot out so, at the so same time. So, let's be honest. Let's be honest. What was way cooler, him shooting the missiles or him spinning the hand to shoot the missiles? Yes, I love that. I was just about to mention that shot when he first was appeared as Mechagodzilla, and the music kicks in, and it shows all of his spinning parts. Oh, that's how you introduce a villain, man. That Oh, man. oh yeah, when he, does the, uh, when he takes the suit off, spins, and his mouth opens and closes. Loved it. Amazing. So he's got all those tons of missiles with a lot of effects when he uses them. There's tons of effects, smoke and red, uh, red lights coming out when he shoots them. It's real nice. He also has what is called a cross attack beam, which is the yellow beam that comes out of Mechagodzilla's chest because he opens up a flap and it's like this red, it's like a light bulb kind of thing in the middle. <laughs> and he shoots out a beam that cut a a mountain in half, man. This yellow beam, not the same from his mouth, but this yellow beam cut a mountain in half. Straight up rock, just sliced it. So fun fact, DX and I were looking at my... Uh... Mechagodzilla X Plus, and he was there when I realized when you open the chest, it lights up too. I thought that was one of the coolest things. Remember that? Yeah, we found that out together. <laughs> um, so moving like I like this. You're you're at the 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 what's called the chest beam. I don't like that. The cross attack. What's called it? It's out of his chest. chest yes. Beam. Um, one thing he does flight, but I noticed in flight mode he only has one ability. What is that? That is his eye beams. Yes. So, or rainbow eye. I like, I is they call eye beam. What do they call eye beams? Space beams. Space beams. How Space dare beam. How dare we? I think we should oh, call it the rainbow. It wrong. Rainbow eye attack. Again, where the where did his yellow atomic breath go? This just kills me. But his rainbow beams are way cooler. I think. 
Oh yeah, they're cool. And just a shot where like he's flying and he shoots Godzilla on the side of the neck, and like the blood just like it's like a fountain of blood just coming out of his neck. It's like. And remember this. Remember what he just said. Blood. So this mech Godzilla was able to make this Godzilla bleed. Just remember this when we go later on. Um, and it's then, ton, by the way. <laughs> then, oh my god. And then we have the antenna super radar. What's that? Tell me about this. The antenna super radar. So this is is equipped with the antenna to receive orders of the Black Hole Planet Three aliens. Hey, go ahead, say, that, say, ra- say that three more times. Black Hole Planet Three aliens. <laughs> I, I love their names. I love their names. Once, <laughs> so uh, go ahead. Yeah, it's it's basically just it, it's just like since he's not controlled by himself, he's controlled by the aliens. It's basically how they give him orders, which I think that's cool. That that uh, it's the thing on top of his head, right? The little spike. Yes. Okay. I do like that part of the design, and I never would have thought of that unless I read it here. Um, my fi- so we we got the uh, the super radar, and then of course one thing about him is, what's he made of? He's made of space titanium armor. No idea what that is, but it sounds very cool. I think, which is, as it says here, ten times the strength of normal steel. Whoa! I wonder how. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hold that much because Godzilla blasts him away and it still messes him up. Now, he's not, again, we're going to armor in the second one later on, but I, this is yes. very good. And then uh, I'm going to skip a little. We have the head rotation where Mechagodzilla can look behind himself and still attack from uh, 6 o'clock and 12 o'clock. But here's my favorite, his defense and Neo barrier. I want you all to remember this. Ah, uh, this thing's great. I love it. When the Mechagodzilla rapidly spins his head while firing beams from his eyes, a shield formed known as the Defense Neo-Bearer. This shield was effective in blocking both Godzilla's atomic breath and attempt, attempt physical attacks. Again, I want you all to remember this when we break it down. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. My favorite part about this ability and why it's one of my favorite is it's not just a shield. It He spins his head and it goes around like always spinning. But my favorite shot is when Godzilla tries to grab Mechagodzilla and his hands just like literally like burn into it. Like it's it's like burning into his hand when he tries to touch it. But so, so here's one thing. I think it might be a weakness in this. If you notice in the film, he cannot move in it. He only uses it once one time. That's very but, true. But he cannot move while that thing's on him. So it's it's so cool, man. Let's go to the weaknesses. I'm gonna I'll cover that. Yes. Uh, Mechagodzilla is critically critically impaired by the damage of its cyber neck, a con- control device mounted on the side of its head. And the machine's first encounter with Mechagodzilla was re- rendered inoperable or not able to use after the sustaining damage to the cyber neck following the explosion caused by the beam clash. Though, That's right, it was still able to receive orders to retreat. Godzilla destroyed Mechagodzilla in the battle in Okinawa by tearing its head off. In one of the best movies ever, Terror of Mechagodzilla, Mechagodzilla's control device was instead located inside the cyborg Katarua Mafun, the chick. In a similar manner, when Katarua was killed, Mechagodzilla was rendered defenseless. Now, let's go back up to the laser items, if you don't mind. So, in Mechagodzilla 2, firing a beam from its uh, laser firing Apertris on its head control. So when Godzilla ripped off his head like he did before, he had another head, and that beam was nasty. It says Mechagodzilla's beams are beams are red, green, blue, orange, purple, and yellow, while Mechagodzilla's two space beams are yellow, pink, and white. The filmmakers may have reduced the number of colors to make the rays easier to animate. 
that beam, I believe, is actually more power than the regular space beams. Do you agree? Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say so. Because look, if you see it in the caption, it knocked him right down. It did. It got him real good. So, with Mechagodzilla slash Terra Mechagodzilla, or we'll just call him the show of Mechagodzilla, I, right now, put him as number one until we get later on the list, and then we'll, re- we'll redo the list. Here's the question. Are we going to count Fake oh. Godzilla as his own entity, or are we just counting it all as Showa? So, we, so with Fake Godzilla, go ahead, you know what? You talked to me earlier about this. Go ahead and tell me the problem with Fake Godzilla's fingers. Okay, so th- I did... <laughs> I talked to him about this earlier, and he's probably going to tell me the same thing. So, as we can see in Show Mecha Godzilla, he has finger missiles, right? And he can't use his his fingers like they're not flexible; they're just straight as missiles. But when he attacks Anguirus in his suit, he uses his hands like Godzilla would, like he flexes his fingers in and out, and he's able to grab Anguirus's mouth and prise it open, King Kong style. But how is he able to do that if they're just finger missiles that are shot out straight? Stop ruining the goddamn movie. That's what I'm going to say. All right? Yeah. We know it's a I'm movie. Sorry. We I'm know sorry. It. it's suit design and robot design. All right? Let it be. All right? So with fake, I'm not, I will put fake Godzilla suit and show him Godzilla together. I have to. Okay. So we're putting them together. I love this Mecha Godzilla. I this is when I first saw this movie, I adored Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. It took me a while to get to Terra Mecha Godzilla, but when I got to it, oh, so good. They're like two of my favorite show movies besides like the first. So, oh, they're so good. So let's go with uh the next Godzilla. You can call Mecha Godzilla or as I call it, there's three names. Mecha Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla 2 from Hesai or Super Mecha Godzilla. So I'm calling him as Super oh, Mecha cool. Godzilla. Now, at first, I think we were both. I think we both agreed on this. It was a little tough to get used to because he's more like sleek, thickness, yes. more like RoboCop, who I introduced to you last night. Did I not? Yes, I just see the resemblance now. They look. They. I could basically see them being the same. Like. The, the sleekness of the armor style and, like, some of the proportions are good. Well, that's another thing I want to touch on real quick. His proportions are kind of weird, but it's kind of understandable. His head and hands are really small. <laughs> Maybe that's just me, but, like, do you see it, like, when you look at him? Or is his hands, like, and head well, like, kind of oddly shaped? Well, let's look at the suit real quick. So we're, I see what you're looking at. All right, so we know where the actor, the suit actor's head's at is in that neck area. Yes. So remember, you can't make it too heavy. Because he's a thick boy. 100%. Yeah. Did, did you know that the, that the people who made the suit actually told the director to not make him in any hand-to-hand combat scenes because the suit was so heavy and, like, oh. so fragile that if they would scratch it, it's like, oh, it, it's done. Like, it cannot take much. So, well, you, you brought up a good point. What I'm going to talk to you later on is hand-to-hand combat. So, yes. but, that, but that's, that's uh, movie-making. We're not talking about... The mo- like you know what I mean, not the film itself. Yes. We're just saying compared but, to the show design, the show is just such a classic and like it's just an overall great design. And this one's just gotta so it's, it's different. It's a little bit hard to get used to. Yeah, but it's a it's very powerful. So let's uh I I'll I'll go over the first weapon, we'll take turns. Yes. So we have the Mega Buster. Mega Godzilla can fire a rainbow colored beam from its mouth, known as the Mega Buster, which is equal to the power of Godzilla's time of breath. The Mega Buster Ooh. can only be fired at a short period of time before overheating, 
demonstrated when it becomes unusable following a 10 second beam lock with Godzilla's atomic breath. Now, let me talk about this Mecha Guys real quick. I was not a fan of just the design itself until when I got the SH Monster Arts Mecha Godzilla figure and I got to look at the Rainbow Atomic Breath or AK Mega Buster. It is beautiful. Again, I don't know why they made a rainbow, but I actually dig it a lot. I do I do have something for you. After uh after I read mine, I do I got a question for you here. All right. So you want it. me to move on? Move on. All right. So his next ability is the laser cannon. Mega Godzilla can fire two yellow colored cannons from his eyes. Remember that. Uh uh, one of his eyes were damaged when Fire Rodan like, was pecking his eye and he couldn't use the abilities until Garuda attached himself to Mechagodzilla and that made both of his eyes functional again. Which is weird. Now, here, now here just, here's the question. So, Showa Mechagodzilla has a rainbow eye beam and a yellow breath beam. Now I'm going to ask you, what color is Super Mechagodzilla's mouth beam? Everything's reversed. Yes, that's what I was trying to get at. They are reversed and I think that's real cool. Not as cool looking, but the reversed. But I I think in the movie he doesn't really uses uh, the eye beams a lot in Hesai, correct? Just that. Yeah, one. I think you. Know, I th- I, yeah, I think he only uses them like once. I don't believe him actually using them in the final battle. I could be wrong though, but I don't think he does. He's got a lot of stuff, so we're gonna move on. <laughs> He's got, got a lot, lot of shit, man. All right, so we got the um, the shock anchors. So there, there are harpoons built into his arms, which can shoot directly into the enemy to release crippling electric charge. The shock anchors were effective against Godzilla in the first battle, electrocuting Godzilla to a point he was foaming at the mouth. However, this is a weakness. Godzilla's internal radiation somehow allowed him to reverse the flow of electricity back into Mecha Godzilla, which set Mecha Mecha's engine on fire and disabled the Mecha. When Mechagodzilla was appeared, the shock anchors were upgraded and converted, and, uh, converted into a more powerful G-Crusher system, which you are now going to talk about. Okay, the G-Crusher. So it's basically the advanced version of his ARP, of his uh, shock anchors once uh, Garuda, the Garuda is the name, right? Yeah, we'll go Garuda. The, the, okay. the, the, uh, the aircraft attached to the back of Space Godzilla. Yes, I don't... Would that be an ability for him? Because that doesn't—that's not on here. Uh, yeah, you count it, that as ability. It, it gets attached to him. So yeah, it's, it is ability. So it's like a for everybody who hasn't seen the movie, it's basically like a big shuttle that has two giant like gun kind of things on the side of it. They're like well, at the bottom, it got, it's got the high power maser beam cannons. So it is part of it. Okay, so yeah, but basically the G Crusher are just this the. The better versions of his shock anchors, once Garuda attaches to him, they're the ones that he actually uses to shoot directly through Godzilla's uh, waist and try to destroy his, what would you call it, like, his butt secondary brain? brain. His, his butt, butt brain. brain. His butt that's, brain. What, that's what I was going to say. And this is actually the first, Mega Godzilla actually killed him. This is the first time Godzilla actually died. Remember right? that. Remember that, everybody. So he Besides, killed him. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Besides in 54, I believe this is the first time Godzilla's actually died. Second time he died in the franchise. Am I correct? Because his butt brain. <laughs> yep. So, Got his ass shot. He was dead. So after the G-Crush, we get the paralyzed. I'm going to cover two of them real quick. We have the paralyzed missiles and the tranquilizer missiles. Missiles. Almost sounds the same fucking thing. All right. Mech Godzilla can fire paralyzed missiles. 
from the three cell rocket launchers on the shoulders. 60, 60 paralyzed missiles can be loaded into a single time. These missiles were used to stun Godzilla during the monster's first battle and used to shock anchors in the temporarily crippled Godzilla. Now we're going to move to the tranquilizer missiles. In the addition to its paralyzed missiles, which I just said, uh, laced with anesthetics and tranquilizers from the ports on both his hips. Ooh, I like that. Superman Godzilla used these missiles to stun Godzilla before targeting and attacking his secondary brain, his butt brain, with a G-Crusher. So pretty much both these two missiles are uh, combined with a G-Crusher. Can we please, I love this attack, the plasma grenade. Let's talk about that. Oh, yes. Or his okay. belly button laser. Yes. So this is Mechagodzilla's most powerful weapon. So Mechagodzilla can absorb Godzilla's atomic breath with his diamond coating armor, which converts it into plasma energy, which is stored in Godzilla or in Mechagodzilla's abdomen and can be fired back with an immense amount of force, which actually was able to injure and like put down Heisei Godzilla. Like, the impact of that beam just shot Godzilla, uh, Heisei Godzilla back. Like, he was on the ground. He was done. Yeah. <laughs> After that shot, shoo. So go ahead and cover the diamond coating, too, while you're at it. Diamond coating. So Mechagodzilla is protected by armor plating called NT1, which is an artificial diamond coating, which is stained for Mechagodzilla Super X's fire, or, uh, fire mirror. So going actually, you know about Super Super X too. So if you want to go into that, I love Super X too. So Super X two is the green one that is able to reflect Godzilla's atomic breath and Godzilla's biolantic, correct? Uh, yeah, Godzilla nineteen eighty nine. So in the uh, water battle, Godzilla fights Super X two, and he has a mirror. And Super X two can open its uh, front front attack or its open uh, front port, and it absorbs and fires a green laser. Yes. So this is basically the same material they use for Mechagodzilla. And I just got to say, when Godzilla shoots Mechagodzilla, I'm looking at a clip right now. It is so cool just seeing the armor just absorb it and just the beam just like bend around it. It's like beautiful. Exactly. Uh, we also have the hover attack, which is pretty much I'm not going to really go into it. He just hovers around and shoots the hell out of Mechagodzilla with all his powers. And then we yep. have uh, when he gets the Garuda, he has the high power Mazer cannons. A super, a super mech Godzilla or mech Godzilla can utilize the Garuda's high power major cannons, which is attached to the back of him, his dorsal fins, which are powerful long range major cannons. Super mech Godzilla uses these beams as part of his hovering attack during the final battle. If you're watching it, it's very cool. It's a very blue lightning attack. Um, I'm going to go right into weaknesses. So every mecha Godzilla to this day still has a very high weakness. Yeah. Godz this Mechagodzilla has one major weakness. Hand-to-hand -hand combat. The Mechagodzilla 2, Super Mechagodzilla, is strictly a... Let me think of the correct... A ranged fighter. Thank you. A ranged fighter. He cannot handle hand-to-hand -hand combat. First example, Rodan beat the shit out of him by plucking his eye out. Okay. Yes, he did. But like you covered in the movie, uh, you know, in making the movie, hey, don't touch this Mechagodzilla. He's just going to fall apart. So let's move on. For all its weapons, Mechagodzilla lacks any really ability to fight up close. Losing an eye to fire Rodan when he managed to get in close and proving no match for Godzilla when it is close enough. 
But Mechagodzilla use first used his shock anchors against Mechagodzilla. I mean, against Godzilla. Godzilla was to somehow reverse the flow of energy, shoot it back into him, causing the machine to short circuit. Short circuit. Mechagodzilla's diamond coating is awesome against regular or normal atomic blast. However, comma. When Godzilla absorbs fire rodan energy, the heat caused Mechagodzilla's coating to melt, leaving it defenseless. It's when Godzilla gets his red atomic breath, which yeah. reached 1.2 million degrees Celsius and obliterated Mechagodzilla in a few hits. So, this is a great Mechagodzilla for distance and range. I would not pick this up in close combat. However, I will put Super Mechagodzilla 2 above Showa because he killed Godzilla. Um, Again, this is my opinion, not yours, brother, so go for it. Yes, okay, so for his list so far, he has Super Mechagodzilla or Heisei Mechagodzilla above Showa Godzilla. Um, I guess I would do the same because I do like your point of this is the first Mechagodzilla to actually kill Godzilla. And one of the few times Godzilla is actually killed in the franchise. And I do gotta say, for when Super Mecha Godzilla gets defeated compared to Showa God Mecha Godzilla, Showa Mecha Godzilla just gets his head ripped off and then gets thrown. Super Mecha Godzilla gets this absolute like Mortal Kombat fatality where he gets obliterated by Godzilla's uranium heat ray. Like, it just starts melting him right away and just blows him apart. And that's why that I think that shot when he when he blows up is actually like why you never see the suit again after the film, because that explosion at the end had probably destroyed the suit along with it. Oh, 100%. But 100%. so I'm going to agree with you on this one. And I'm going to say for so far, we had the same list. And now we must go to the one design that for some fucking reason, everybody loves Kiru. Yep. Mecha guys. Oh boy. So I will go over the buildings. We'll take turns yet again. Again, everybody knows my thoughts. I am not a big fan of Kiru. Just and we'll get into it. So, Kiru's abilities. Kiru's is equipped with a twin, with a type uh, 99 double Maser cannon. A Maser cannon mounted inside his mouth while the cannon's can output is relatively low. Remember this: the twin Maser beams possess 240 percent of the destructive power of a type 90 Maser cannon. The cannon is as powerful enough to harm Godzilla if targeted at the face or chest wound. Again, chest wound. After Godzilla got hurt from the first movie, was that Godzilla um, against Mechagodzilla? The same, yeah. They're talking about Tokyo SOS. All right. In the opening cut scene, oh, no, we're not talking. This video game is not going to that. Yep. Let's go into rail guns. Okay, so the rail guns. Kiryu is equipped with a dual wrist-mounted high-speed Type Zero rail guns, and then in Tokyo SOS, uh, he is changed to a Type Four rail guns. In both cases, the ra these rail guns are relatively low-powered compared to Kiryu's other like abilities. But they these rail guns are not really used as big weapons against Godzilla. They're just used as cannon fodder just to like push them back and stun them a little bit. But they were really never meant to hurt him. To me, it's the same damn system, just, just upgraded by a, a, a Yeah, it's 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 basically just the same thing. But about these things that are kind of cool is they're attached to a whole like I don't know what you would call it, like an arm unit. Yeah. And he and they he can actually like 
he also was other things in the arm unit what we'll go with but i like that it's all just like kind of in the same thing it's like a we're, what, like yeah. a, there's three abilities for it like one or two three abilities for the hand unit all in one so i get why they're kind of weak but he should have just gave him a different weapon instead of just using these like pitiful little gunshots against godzilla yeah it's I don't know why they're calling it a railgun because I know what a railgun looks like, and it's whatever. But we're gonna move on to the Mazer Blade. is stored inside each Akiru's Type Zero railgun gauntlets. Kiru uses okay, that's, blade. that's what yep. they were called. Yep. Kiru uses this blade to stab Godzilla and deliver a strong electrical surge directly in his body. This blade was omitted from the Type Four railguns. Uh, not going to go the video games. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about the back unit. It's kind of dumb. But let me move right into the multiple multiple interlocking rockets. And then you'll take over. Kiru can fire large type <laughs> large type 87 type 87 680 millimeter multiple interlocking rockets from the front of the shoulder mounted cannons on his back unit. Uh, in Godzilla's SOS, they are replaced with improved with the type 04MRL2 Mark. Four rockets. Jesus, Lord, these names, man. Oh my God. Have fun in the next one. Oh, okay. So these are. Yeah. Okay. So, so just to put it into perspective, they're basically just the same things. The but same the back... damn thing. So the back unit. If you've never seen Kiryu, I'm very surprised if you listen to this and you haven't seen Kiryu. But Kiryu has a back unit, which is a big blue like backpack, and has two like shoulder cannons on the side that lay over his shoulders. And what he just said about the interlocking rockets, they come out of the back of uh, Kiryu's backpack. When now the multi-purposed guided missiles come out of his shoulder cannons. Now these are small ballistic homing missiles, which are fired from the sh- sides. Yes, the shoulder cannons. These are type, here we go, 95 470 millimeter multi-purpose guided missiles. (laughs) While in Tokyo SOS, they are replaced by the type 98 320 millimeter multi-purpose missiles. These rockets are capable of striking a target from long range while Kiryu is close quarters combat. Right, it just just hurts your mouth. Alright, so I'm going to get into something about this move. The next weapon system. Is the upper absolute zero cannon? Here we go. All right, and we all have we all have problems with Kiru's ultimate weapon is the Type Three absolute zero cannon. Is installed in his chest and concealed by three exterior panels, which unfold to reveal a cannon assembly when is used. And its name suggests the weapon fires a beam that instantly instantly freezes the target to absolute zero, the lowest temperature of negative. 273.15 degrees Celsius or zero Kelvin. DX. How many times did he use this weapon system in the movie? I think he used what for a display. Yep. He missed. Then he used. Then he tried to use it in the first battle. Then when the Ghost Godzilla took over, but he didn't actually use it. He tried to. And that's. And then didn't he use it at the end of the film? I can't remember. He used it twice what? in the final battle. Remember, he used it. Uh, he missed and then hit the. Uh, those buildings that's when godzilla knocked him over with that one beam that mm. cheeky beam blast when he was on the ground that knocked him over and uh basically hit, destroyed him for a bit which we'll get into that later too and uh, then he used it at the end when he grabbed godzilla and flew into the ocean and, and the used water, it underwater but the which water then, absorbed it yes which then when the when he, they splashed into the ground it was kind of cool when the splash when like they splashed and it froze all of the water that was splashing out got frozen and it was like this big like 
spiral, like crystal-looking structure. It was it was cool. But so we only got to see that in Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. Um, yes, because it was damaged, damaged at the end of the film. And um, let's go. Uh, you, I will cover cover the tight. So they replace it with what? What are they replacing? I'll cover the drill. They replace it with a triple maser cannon, hyper maser cannon. So when Kiryu is repaired for Tokyo SOS, the actual zero cannon, which I got to say is probably one of the strongest weapons in the Godzilla universe, but it's replaced with the type four triple maser cannon, which is basically, as you said earlier, the twin maser cannon in his mouth is basically just a bigger version of it. And he uses it more against Godzilla's, chest cavity wound which he gets from the absolute zero blast in the last movie he shoots that and it does damage but as you notice he only it only actually hurts godzilla when he shoots it at his open wound that he gets from this next weapon that he's about to say uh, the anti uh the anti yeah the drill the anti-beast drilling device when q's right arm <laughs> was replaced following his 2003 battle with godzilla he was given the ability to collapse his right hand into a rotating rotating drill which was called the type four Anti-beast drilling. Um, th- this attack provided devastating to Godzilla when Kiryu used it to pierce the scar on Godzilla's chest and rotate it, reopening the wound and causing Godzilla re- immense pain. Uh, yes. So again, they kind of one thing. Only thing I kind of get they kind of showed back to his hand spinning around from finger missiles, but they gave him a drill in one hand. Um, uh, cover physical capabilities and then i'm gonna go over weakness okay so this so kiryu is actually pretty powerful so kiryu is a capable brawler his techniques include open hand strikes tail whips powerful throws and high speed flying rams which sent godzilla throwing through the air yet left godzilla or kiryu completely unharmed but he does this along with his agile, with because he's very agile. Because he did duck one of Godzilla's atomic breaths, and he did leap over Godzilla on multiple occasions too, along with the use of his like his jet boosters on his what thighs, and then I think he has some on his feet. Maybe what are jet boosters? They're oh the back unit, and then yeah. on his thighs, the back unit and his thighs. He uses them to grab Godzilla on the tail, and then he uses the rockets to spin him around with Godzilla in his hand, and he just throws Godzilla. Gotta say, Godzilla gets fucking bodied in his fight with Kiryu. Like, by God, Godzilla, Kiryu bodies him a lot, I gotta say. Alright, but let me get in the weaknesses, we're gonna talk about Kiryu in a second. While a powerful fighter, Kiryu suffers from a few weaknesses. Due to being, uh, being constructed around the first Godzilla remains, 1954, the first Godzilla spirit is attached to Q and has overridden all external control over the mecha in two instances. Because he has limited power reverse, Q can only be in action for two hours or less when he uses the absolute zero involved. His limited powers reverse also mean that Q can only be use his flight abilities sparingly and that he must be transported into battle by two AC3 white heroines. Q can also be temporarily knocked out of commission if the transmitter, which gives his pilots control over his over him, is damaged, requiring Kiru to be either manually piloted from within or the transmitter to be manually repaired. All right, Kiru is powerful. We both agree, correct? Yeah. But his weaknesses, to me, make him out of the three. So we have the Showa Mechagodzilla, we have Hesai, and we have Millennium. No. 
tell her I said hi. You're fine, brother. Let let her know we're talking Godzilla, and we respect her decisions. Okay, <laughs> I will be right back in two seconds. You're fine. So, what we're talking about with this is three Godzillas again: Showa, Hesai, and Kiru. To me, again, this is my opinion. Kiru is one of the most weakest ones because of his weaknesses. Is because he's got he he can only last for a certain amount of time in battle. Super Mecha Godzilla did have pilots, but then again, could last way longer. And then we have Showa Mecha Godzilla, who can just do his own thing. Showa Mecha Godzilla made him beat Godzilla first round, made him bleed, and got Mech Godzilla to come back with that electrical power for the lightning to absorb him. Then we have Hesai or Mech, Super Mecha Godzilla 2, which literally killed. Super Godzilla literally killed Godzilla. It took Fire Rodan to bring him back. And then we have Kiru. He never once beat, I, I, in my opinion, never beat Godzilla. He got always overheated or something broke on him. And both moves, it took humans to come rescue to fix him and all that. That's just my opinion. Because in the first one, they used the absolute zero cannon. And then it's over. And then at the next one, the spirit of 54 took over and it took him to the water. So in my opinion, Kiru never defeated Godzilla. And he is number three on my list. DX. Very interesting opinions. I'm sorry. It's life, man. It's life. It's okay. Keep going. I had a phone call there for a second. <laughs> I was brought to the attention about that. Uh, anyway. Yes, I I mainly I, I got like half of your reaction there, but I mainly agree with your opinion on Kiryu. I just really don't like the movies that much about Kiryu. I mean, he's cool, he's kind of strong. I do like that he can fly around, he can zip around and throw Godzilla. But I just don't really like the movies. I don't really like the characters, nor the Godzilla. This is actually one of my least favorite Godzillas. I don't know if that's a really hot take. I just don't like his design. But okay, I, I mean, he's it's just. Compared to the other ones, I cannot see Godzilla, Mechagodzilla ever being a good guy. That's my opinion in every Godzilla. Now, you can say Heisei Godzilla was a good guy, but like with the narrative of the film, everybody was still rooting for Godzilla. But in this film, you're strictly rooting for Kiryu. And then with his weaknesses, man, oh my god. With like uh, one blast of atomic breath put this guy out of commission. Like that really just shows you how much this guy can really handle. Like, yep. he can handle himself, but, ugh, not too much, man. I'm going to put him at the bottom of my list, too. So we got Kiryu at the bottom, which a lot of people aren't going to disagree with, but that's okay. We all got our opinions. Then we got uh, Showa Mechagodzilla, and then Heisei Mechagodzilla. So we both agree. So right now we're at Hesai, Showa, and Kiryu. Yeah, his weaknesses just make it outweigh him so much and like i don't generally like the films too much so that's just it's all just a low standard form really yeah it's um interesting man it's very interesting um so let's move on i think we're gonna go are we listen it's um is it ready player one actually so, yes okay it's so. a very unique design it's uh so fun fact in ready player one is a 2018 film did you know that the original design was gonna be kiru Yes, because that was off the book, correct? Yep. So there's not really much on it. Uh, Breath Weapon, they call it Breath Weapon. And this novel, Sorrento, uh, Sorrento re uh, relied ex uh, exclusively on the blue 
lighting weapon from the Mech Godzilla. So let's just think of Blue Godzilla. I would say this looks a lot like 2014 Godzilla's Atomic Blast. The okay, yes. So, but what what you were saying, so Kiryu in the book uses a blue beam, and that is really the only really? Beam, the only weapon that he uses in the book, I believe. Because he does fight off a couple robots in the film, and then he gets killed by Ultraman in the book. I mean, yeah, everything in the book. He fights off a couple of different robots, and then he gets killed off by Ultraman. But he really doesn't do much but just kill those other robots and then get cut in half immediately by Ultraman. Which I think they'll will say in the weaknesses. But in the film, he has a complete redesign. Instead of being a Kiryu with a different beam, he's a completely different Mechagodzilla with his Breath Attack actually being inspired off of the 2014's Breath Attack. Yeah, it, like says, you were yeah, it just says right here. The, the flame, uh, it said Mechagodzilla fired a blue flamethrower from its mouth, reminiscent of the MonsterVerse Godzilla to- Atomic Breath 2000, which uh, I get mad respect because that's four years later. The flames severely damaged Helen as Iron Giant and destroyed uh, Torricio's avatar instantly, though he had been able to reflect the RX-78 Gundam using the Gundam shield. Uh, it goes into finger missiles. There's not really much. Uh, kind of, it's a, it says, Mechagodzilla can fire fing- uh, missiles from each fingers akin to Showa Mechagodzilla. Pretty much the same thing, but a different design on it. Um, physical capabilities and drill, uh, durability. The novel's uh, description of Mechagodzilla did not engage into hand-to-hand combat while in the film it knocked down the Iron Giant with one punch and held its own against the Gundam. And the novel Mechagodzilla absorbed attacks from countless gauntlers, uh, only taking damage from um, Minir. Was it Minir? How you say that word? I have no idea what that is. It, it's Min- some robot. Some ex beast fire, Ra- Raiden's Godbreaker sword, and Ultraman's Speckum Ray and Flying Kick. The giant hero, the the giant hero, ultimately destroyed it with the Ultra Slice. In the in the film. It was shrugged off uh, uh, Iron Giant's arm cannon and remained fully functional after multiple cuts from the Gundam beams, Gundam's beam saber. And right, let's get into the weakness. In the novel, Mechagodzilla moved relatively slow, allowing both Raiden and Ultraman to outmaneuver it. In the film, Mechagodzilla's missiles targeting system can be interrupted and if it attack while arming. Samantha easily shot out its eyes with her pulse rifle. That was a good uh, alien name drop there. And then destroy the entire machine after killing its pilot by throwing a grenade through the hole into the cockpit. Now, very cool design. Very basic weapon systems. This is a, this is 1% the bottom of my list. Really? I think Showa, I think Kiru would defeat this Mechagodzilla hand, hands down. Because as a pilot inside, once you take the pilot out, he's done. Kiru, you have a pilot outside, and it can be controlled on the other side. So that, I look at pilots as a big thing. Right. I would, yeah, I would agree with you that he's, he is actually, I think he, I think he's shorter too, I think. I think he is too. Well, Kiru's short too. Well, yeah, Kiru's, what, 60, right? Yeah, around 60, yeah, 50, 60. He's, he's, I think this guy's around that too, but uh, I would, uh, yeah, I'd say he's definitely weaker than Kiryu, but like, I think I do be- like this Ready Player One better than Kiryu. Okay. I, I I have a lot of strong opinions about this Godzilla because when I first watched Ready Player One, I had no idea what I was getting for with this Mecha Godzilla, and when I saw it, and it was easily the best action like fight of that year when I saw this film. It was so cool. Also, this might be the only time we'll ever get Godzilla 
X Gundam in a film. I am still waiting for them to make a legit Gundam film. It, it'll probably happen one day. I mean, they're doing Ultraman. They did, uh, what is that? The, the guy who rides a bike, Chin Rider something? Yeah, something I'm Rider? But uh, I, I like I like this Mega Godzilla. The callbacks to Showa, the design, the roar is kind of basic, and he is very weak because his eyes were easily shot out by like a basic rifle, and like a a bigger I don't know how to say, like a bigger kind of grenade just blow its entire head off. Yeah, but its internal systems were so weak. But yes, so our list currently are Ready Player One at the bottom, Kiryu, Showa, then Mecha, or then Heisei. Yeah, but now. This is where we, you and I agree with. 100%. Apex Mechagodzilla. Now, this is my opinion. DX is your, I don't know, your opinion. I believe this is the most powerful Mechagodzilla to date. Oh, hands down. Let's go over Bill's. I'll go with the first one. Excuse me. The A, oh, good Lord. The A74 Proton Screen. Mechagodzilla has a series of lenses that assemble inside its throat, allowing it to focus and fire a concentrated red beam of pure energy from the maw called the A74 Proton Scream, or simply the Proton Scream. According to the Japanese theater program of Godzilla vs. Kong, the Proton Scream has an energy of 4.10 times 1,080 joules, though, though its figure may be misprint. Nevertheless, when d- deployed at 40%, is significant to cut a large skull crawler in half, gruesome fashion. After Mechagodzilla was powered up by the hollow earth energy, the proton scream w- was potent enough to cleave through multiple buildings in a matter of seconds and prevail in a beam lock against Godzilla's atomic breath, blasting its height back and leaving a searing wound on his chest. Let me talk about that. Because Godzilla Monsterverse is my favorite one. The only reason this mech Godzilla was able to do that because Godzilla was tired. Again. So you so you think if Godzilla didn't just fight Kong, Godzilla or, would still been able to Or did the giant atomic breath to the earth? It goes right here. Director Adam Wingard, however, has suggested that this was partially due to Godzilla's not being able to fire his atomic breath at full strength due to his energy expending blasting hole in the hollow earth in a battle of King Kong. Right there, the director even said that. So we have Mecha Godzilla Apex not fighting or shooting his atomic breath against a full power Godzilla. I rest my case. Yeah, Monsterverse Godzilla is just. is on a d- different level. People talk shit about this monster. I don't like him. Bala, this is the only Godzilla that can blow through the fucking earth. And then some more. But, alright, we're not here to talk about Godzilla. We're here talking about Mechagodzilla. So I want you all to remember that, please, listeners, fans. Mechagodzilla's atomic breath only beat Godzilla because he was tired from fighting Kong. And he just blew a, a hole in the middle of your earth to hollow earth. Give this come on, man. All right, missile launchers, go for it. Okay. So Mega Godzilla has two 16-cell missile launchers which rise from behind its shoulder pads. They do little to slow Godzilla's charge when they both charge into each other after the battle of Godzilla versus Kong in Hong Kong. But they did do something because 
Godzilla did flinch, and they were also used to launch Kong... No, wait. No. They were sh used to shoot Godzilla in the face when Kong and Godzilla both had Mechagodzilla, like, stuck in a hold. Godz Mechagodzilla used the missiles to push Godzilla back while he threw Kong, and then he proceeded to fight both of them at the same time again. Yeah, it's... His missile attacks are dope. There's one thing I, I, I'm pretty sure they don't want to talk about. Tell me not how cool that noise when Mechagodzilla locked in on Godzilla. That was cool, yeah. So, uh, that should be one of his powers. I'm going to knock out the next three. So we have Go jet ahead. boosters. Mechagodzilla has a set of six rocket boosters that fire out of opening ports of his dorsal fins, which we saw these boosters make Mechagodzilla more agile in close quarters combat, helping it to gain the upper hand against Godzilla. Designer Jared Kutzvetskivica confirmed that there are also jets inside Mechagodzilla's tail. Cool. Neural connection. All right. This plays a big key. Monarch describes Mechagodzilla as a biomechanical. Uh, due to apex cybernetics connecting the neural networks of King Ghidorah's skull to Mechagodzilla, a.k.a. Kevin's skull, Ren Sarazawa, which they never explained. You got this, right, DX? Yep. Was able to remotely pilot Mechagodzilla from inside the skull, Kevin's skull. Consequently, it, it, uh, blah, 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 blah. it was allowed Ghidorah's conscience to take control and severe... The neural link and Sarah was was once it was pow uh, powered was with the Hollow Earth energy source. But anyway, Wrench Sarazawa was electrocuted by Kevin. Swing now his brain was completely melted, man. Like yeah. as soon as that Hollow Earth energy connected and Kadura took back over, he was gone. It was like, oh, it was um, brutal. Apparently, he can swim. I'm not it was never shown. Yeah, and uh, drones. I'm not gonna talk about talk about uh, that was in the game. Yeah, not talk, talk about uh, uh, durability and physical capabilities and rotating claws. And I'm gonna go into weakness, brother. Okay, so Mechagodzilla's durability. Mechagodzilla's endoskeleton is actually composed of titanium. This makes him incredibly resistant to damage, shrugging off majority of Godzilla and Kong's attacks. It was sh it shows no sign of strain in its intense battle with Godzilla, and even when Kong joins the fight, it's still able to hone its own. Mechagodzilla immediately gets back on his feet after being forcibly pushed through a building by Godzilla and Kong, and does not appear to take any noticeable physical damage from repeated strikes from kong's axe before it was charged remember that before his axe was charged it did absolutely nothing to mechagodzilla it bounced right off of his armor so, but god yeah i i just gotta say like let's let's just compare it to mechagodzilla's real quick for a second now super mechagodzilla hey say mechagodzilla is praised for being really good with durability correct 100 he's got that diamond skin yeah but with him being so strong he is so slow, but with this Mechagodzilla, he has intense, may, maybe not on the same exact level, but very close, can move around super fast. Like, those jets make him as fast as, like, Kiryu, and as we saw in the movie, Kiryu is so slippery and slimy, like, you could not catch him, neither with this Mechagodzilla. He's always moving around, always has the advantage over the two people who are beating him up. Agreed. Straight into those basic <laughs> physical capabilities, Mechagodzilla favors close quarter combat rather than ranged assaults, which is not, like, a lot of Mechagodzillas aren't good in physical combat. But this one is. 
This one is extremely. It used its machine claws to heavily stun Godzilla multiple times and even managed to throw him into buildings before effortlessly dragging him across the ground. It can charge its limbs with additional power from the synthesized hollow, hollow earth energy source to strengthen its attacks. How did you think about that, Justin? When you first saw the movie and you saw his punches and kicks were like blue glowing. How did oh, you think of that? Bro, I was like, you dick. He got more powerful. <laughs> Yes, they. It, man, this guy's got so much stuff. Mostly in its claws and flat feet. Although it has been shown to charge its elbows and knees as well. I just gotta say, oh, this Mega Godzilla is so cool, man. Like, ah, uh, all of its attacks. I do feel like maybe Godzilla should have put up a little bit of a better fight because he kind of just got dogged on. But I guess that's to show the audience how strong he is. True. But man, this Mega Godzilla is so strong. Uh, I got do gotta say, even though Godzilla Mecha Godzilla has two sets of uh, shredders in its mouth, like as you can see, if you look at his mouth, he has like industrial shredder type looking material. He never uses them in the film. Yeah, he never bit them. Never. But no. His, but his fingers, though. That's yes. what's, that's a lot of people don't catch that. All right, you want to get into that then? Yeah, I'll do it. after doing the tail. Do the tail first. Go do do the tail. Oh, you want me to do the tail? Do the tail. Okay. Okay, I'll do the damn tail. Mechagodzilla's tail weapon is a very... I We think it, this is probably like the first time we've seen a weapon like this in the Godzilla franchise. Yep. So his tail is extremely, like, maneuverable. It can bend and, like, twist and turn in such different ways for being such a big metal tail. Like, as you can see, when he uses it against Kong, it's literally twisted to around the side of his body and looped into Kong's face. But it's also tipped with spikes on the end, like uh, show of Mechagodzilla's tail. But they can actually shoot up and then spin around, being like a driller. And it, oh man, when Godzilla, when Kong is holding that drill away from its face and it's inching closer, I gotta say I got a little scared there. I was like, oh, is he gonna get his face completely drilled in by Mechagodzilla's tail? True. Nah, I, I, yeah, I didn't think so. But like, wait, my one of my problem is so Kong has his axe and I think what is it? Mechagodzilla's holding it. He's got tails. Why couldn't Mechagodzilla just beat the shit out of him with that other arm? Stop rolling in the yeah, movie. Yeah, stop, yeah, right. The movie. Let's go to the rotating claws. Unlike previous incarnation, Mechagodzilla is equipped with a crane-like rotator claws. Rather than claws that resemble Godzilla's fingers, these interiors of the claws are adorned with industri industrial buzzsaws, allowing them to cut through flesh while grabbing. So, I want you all to grab something and just think you have saws inside your hands. Much like Kiru, yeah. this Mechagodzilla incarnation can rotate its hands like drills and use synthesized hollow earth energy to deliver extra damage in the form of plasma punches, which we saw. These punches have maximum output temperatures of 3,400 degrees Celsius or 6,152 degrees Fahrenheit. So this dude's packing a punch. And also, according to the B-roll footage for Godzilla vs. Kong, Mechagodzilla has a learning capability so he can learn what he fights. Um, yes. Let's get into weaknesses. Oh, okay. This is very, very unique. Mechagodzilla is equipped with the Mazer. Again, I love that word, Mazer. They brought it back. Mazer Power Core, which has a capacity equivalent of 600. What is that word? Road. 600 some word of rotation radiation. <laughs> the Ro engines, row engines, row engines. 
of radiation. The mech requires a substantial amount of power to operate at full capacity with a total energy outputs of 2.42 gigawatts and is shown to burn through the energy rather quickly. The charge from the energy source within the Hollow Earth was required to charge Megadzilla up to the full combat potential. According to the designer of Jared, it could have run of 24 hours had it not been destroyed. So here we go. My God. We have one of the longest running Mechagodzillas ever. Besides, now this Sh- is- besides Showa. Because I know Super Mechagodzilla could out, can be, uh, its power could be uh, drained too. But this is one of the longest ones. It is also fueled by probably the world's like most powerful energy source from the Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared also said that he believed that Megazone would be vulnerable to electro- electromagnetic pulse. So if they use EMPs, we don't know, they could destroy him. Megazone's oh, multi- I just realized the Mutos could fuck him up. Yes. Oh, Me- my God. Megazone's momentarily uh, stalled when the nerd's flask of alcohol went on the control panel, causing the satellite link to disrupt. This buys Godzilla time to needed to charge Godzilla's act, which the Titan can easily slice Mecha apart. Megazilla's finally destroyed once its head is removed. All right. So we have all our Mecha Godzillas. Yes. All right. So Apex is 100% 50 range weapon because it's screaming missiles. And then close quarters with his elbows, hands, the drills, the tail, and all that. Super Mech Godzilla, strictly range weapon. Uh, Showa is 50 50, but it's got that hell of a defense for up close. Because you could, you could saw a little bit of hand to hand and do so well. We have Kiru, who's got the drill hand for up close and personal, but if he had the zero plasma cannon or zero degree, He'd win at range. And then we have Ready Player One, which I'm not going to talk about. But, end of the day, I got to look at this. Kiru can only last, what, what did it say, two hours? Uh, ooh, I think it was two hours, yes. Okay. Showa can last until it's destroyed. Super Mech Godzilla can last until it gets what? It's power. It's electricity resent resent uh, back into him. Yeah, or the red atomic breath. And we have Apex, who can take Godzilla's atomic breath. But its biggest weakness, as it could say, is we've never seen it against an EMP, so a Muto. But if you disc, if you can separate the satellite connection, or Here's another. Here's another. Think you're free, DX. Destroy Kevin's skull. Oh. But however, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't mention that yet either. Ghidorah literally came back for another film just to beat the shit out of Godzilla again. Yeah. So they use Kevin's head. So the if you look at King Ghidorah from front of you, you get the middle, the left, and the right. This is the right head, aka the one that got bit off in the water of King of the Monsters. This is Kevin. We call him Kevin. Yes. Um. So I will say this and again, my opinion: Apex Mechagodzilla, hands down, is the most powerful one. I mean, you could see why. Absolutely. After, 
After that, you have Super Mecha Godzilla, Showa, Kiru, and then Ready Player One. Again, this is my opinions. I would love to hear everybody's thoughts and reviews or peeing me on calling calling all kaiju on Instagram. But this is just my opinions. I'm sticking with it. A lot of people hated it. Oh, it took a transformer. Well, let's look at this kaiju or AK that Mech Godzilla. It's new. It's different. Each Mecha Godzilla had to be different. So you can't go off Showa, Super Akiru. So uh, get fucked. It's a new type of Mecha Godzilla, which I loved. And again, I love that sound when Mecha Godzilla, Apex went Godzilla, locked in on Godzilla. That I I I can't if I can find it, I'll play it. But it's the it, laughing sound. Everybody uh, knows it's the laugh. That, there you uh, go. Loved it. DX, what's your what's your thoughts on this? Okay, so as you know, I absolutely love this Mecha Godzilla. This is hands down my favorite Mecha Godzilla. Uh in my list, he'd also go to the top. And I just I just love everything about this. Like if you compare him to the other Mecha Godzilla, he got good good range on power. Like he can run for a long time. So there goes Kiryu. He's got good hand-to-hand combat. There goes Super Mecha Godzilla. And he's got both an equal of ranged and melee combat, which outdoes Showa. And Ready Player One is just kind of his own thing. But, man, he's just so cool. He gets too much crap. I feel like the MonsterVerse in general gets too much crap from people. But I don't know why. I don't know why. People, it's like, it's like look at us. We don't like Kiryu, but Kiryu gets so much praise from the community. And then we're praising, and then we're praising MonsterVerse Mechagodzilla, and a lot of people don't like him, so... I mean, I don't know why. It's like everybody loves Final Wars. I am sorry. Final Wars is not that great in <laughs> a film. And I will I will fight you tooth and nail on that. But that's just my opinion. We're all allowed to have our own opinions. But I a- feel like, yeah, when, when, when people try to compare Godzillas to each other, they split the community. People get in too big of arguments about this stuff. It's giant monster films. Let us enjoy our films. We just have opinions on who's stronger than who or who's better than who. Like it, let us like our giant monsters. But yeah, again, everybody, listeners, kaiju fans, family, friends, this is just our opinion. By all means, please let us know in the uh, insta in our calling our kaiju Instagram messages. I'm gonna post this up in a few days because we were we pre recorded this, so you'll see my on Instagram which one's better. Uh, but let us know your thoughts. Um, there's no figure of the week. No. For many months, I wanted to do this episode because I'm a, I love Mechagodzilla. Also, DX, put out that YouTube fight that we watched last night. Uh, the two parts, if you don't mind. I want people to watch this. The, the Destroyer one? Yes, if you don't mind. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell them and then I'll also post it in the Discord for people who join it. So... And I'll send you the link if you want to put it on your Instagram. So if you go to anim, so it's an animation channel on YouTube. Me and him were watching it last night. It's Godzilla versus Destroya Part One and Part Two, and then he has a full video. It's forty it minutes a, long. It's it's a long. It's a, the first video is like ten minutes, and that's because it's just has Godzilla and Kong. And then in the second don't one, tell it has him, like. Don't tell I'm not going to tell. I'm just going to say it has other other kaiju in it. It's like 30 minutes the second one, but it's great. It also got it also got Mega Godzilla. There you go. <laughs> Mecha God, it, it includes it. There you go. It, sh- it includes two Mecha Godzillas. A yeah, that's, more, that's what we're going to say, though. A newer and a redesign of one, which I respect. 
and then a villain becomes an ally. So that's all I'm going to say. At first, I was like, eh, but then I got into it, and DX could tell I was really into it. Um, we'll, I'll put it in my Instagram later on, some pictures of it. But uh, we had to cover this. Yes. And then, what are the best Godzilla villains of all time, man? Oh, Mecha Godzilla! It's at the end of the day, it's between Ghidorah and Mecha Godzilla. Those are the no top. one's no one's ever gonna make an argument to make it better. It's either one of those two. Every time they come out with a new Ghidorah, new Mecha Godzilla, it just one ups the other, and it's just like ah, uh, I I wish ah, uh, they're just so good, man. Yeah, they're great, great villains, but um, amazing. DX, I want to say thank you again for joining me on Calling All Kaiju. Listeners and fans, uh, join our, uh, look up our Instagram. Again, it's Calling All Kaiju. Leave us reviews on App Podcast, Spotify. Yes, we have a Discord, which DX is going to be in charge of because I don't know how to handle it because he's younger. He knows all the nerd stuff. I don't. Um, we have some figures. We, uh, I think we talked about Shin Godzilla, but I've not posted mine. I know DX has got a Haya Ma- uh, Mothra coming to you, correct? Yes, very soon. I think it should come sometime next week. Once you get that, he's going to send you pictures of it of all, of all angles, and we're going to post it up. But I have my, and, and DX is really impressed by me, I have my my second Prime 1, my vinyl, and then soon, DX, that gigantic Prime 1 2021 uh, Godzilla audience this guy's gonna get three primes one studios uh, godzillas i cannot believe it this guy's gonna have the sickest collection i oh so jealous man you gotta you gotta show me it when it comes i can't wait brother but uh again um we're gonna try record we are gonna try maybe record a few times a month to keep it up um mm-hmm. also also on our discord which uh dx is gonna handle we will Start doing movie reviews, aka on my on our Discord where you can watch it live with us. The yeah. first movie we'll be doing, uh, maybe Memorial Monday, but I doubt it because this is going to be posted later on. But uh, we're gonna watch Godzilla 1985. If you want to join our Discord, let us know. DX will be handling all that because I am not good with that stuff. Yeah, I I found a good website where it shows Godzilla movies. We're gonna try to stream them once in a while. If you guys want to come join, go ahead. But please, uh, again, don't let us enjoy the movie too. Yeah, so our, my Discord is calling all kaiju. If you want to be part of it, shoot me an Instagram and then join the Discord. Uh, we mostly talk. It's mostly strictly Godzilla related. No political, yeah. no religion, but everything else is good to go. Uh, kaiju fans. Family, friends, thank you for listening to us. DX, my man, thank you for joining the podcast. And I As love, always, man, this is I so love fun. love having you. Fun fact, DX's picture is the fake Godzilla of the yeah. <laughs> Did you just notice that? <laughs> yeah, I just noticed that. So, um, <laughs> listeners, fans, we'll catch you in uh, maybe a few weeks. But uh, hit us up, tell us what you think. Let us know what you want us to record, uh, talk about. And yes, we will be talking about the Skull Island anime coming out very shortly. Please have a great, lovely, and safe Memorial Weekend. And remember why we have it. It's for the soldiers we lost downrange. DX, again, my brother, thank you for joining me. Um, let's do great things. Everybody have a great, safe weekend. We'll talk to you later. Long live Godzilla. DX, again, thank you for being my brother.
Yep. All right. See you, everybody. See you, everybody. Bye.